ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's now my honor to announce that the first ever virtual NFL draft is officially open. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. 2020 draft. The Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. With the second pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Washington Redskins select Chase Young, defensive end, Ohio State. With the third pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Detroit Lions select Jeff Okuda, defensive back, Ohio State. The fourth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Andrew Thomas, tackle, Georgia. With the fifth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavalawa, quarterback, Alabama. With the sixth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Justin Herbert, quarterback, Oregon. With the seventh pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Carolina Panthers select Derek Brown, defensive tackle, Auburn. With the eighth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Isaiah Simmons, linebacker, Clemson. With the ninth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select C.J. Henderson, defensive back, Florida. With the 11th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Makai Becton, tackle, Louisville. With the 10th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Jedrick Wills, tackle, Alabama. With the 12th pick of the 2020 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Henry Ruggs, wide receiver, Alabama. The San Francisco 49ers have traded the 13th pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With the 13th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Tristan Wirfs, tackle, Iowa. With the 14th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Javon Kinlaw. Defensive tackle, South Carolina. The 15th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama. 16th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, 
DJ Terrell, defensive back, Clemson. The 17th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select T.D. Lamb, wide receiver, Oklahoma. The 17th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Austin Jackson, tackle, USC. With the 19th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Damon Arnett, defensive back, Ohio State. The 20th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Kavon Kaysan, linebacker, LSU. With the 21st pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Rager, wide receiver, TCU. With the 22nd pick in the 2020 draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, LSU. The New England Patriots have traded the 23rd pick to the Los Angeles Chargers. With the 23rd pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. With the 24th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Cesar Ruiz, center, Michigan. The Minnesota Vikings have traded the 25th pick to the San Francisco 49ers. With the 25th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, Arizona State. The Miami Dolphins have traded the 26th pick to the Green Bay Packers. With the 26th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. With the 27th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select Jordan Brooks, linebacker, Texas Tech. With the 28th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Baltimore Ravens select Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU. The 29th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Isaiah Wilson, tackle, Georgia. The 31st pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Jeff Gladney, defensive back, TCU. With the 32nd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, The Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, select Clyde Edwards-Elaire, running back, LSU. Thank you, Roger Goodell. And with that, welcome to the East-West Football Podcast. I am your host, Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me are my co-host, Kendi Whitley and Jerry Martinez. How are you guys doing out there? Doing real good, Fidel. Hope everybody's doing all right. Hey, man. Wow, what a great weekend. I'm still in excitement, man. Hey, so going forward, I'm going to be the in-house East-West football podcast general manager in the NFL. All right? Sounds good? Let's go. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. All right. So let's go Sounds ahead and get good. started. Let's recap the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, Kendall, I'll start with you. What three players stood out to you in the first round? Um, The players that stood out to me, um, I'm going to start off with um, Isaiah Simmons going to the Cardinals. I mean, that was, that, I mean, that was, that was a great pick. The pick for them getting them where they got them at right there at eight. That, that was a tremendous pick for them. 
I mean, they they get they get the attitude of defense or whatnot. And I mean, he's very like I said, he's a very flexible player. You can move him all around the place. So he's a he's gonna be a chess a chess piece for them. So I think um him going there at number eight. I mean, they got still there. My other guy, I'm gonna go with um other player. I'm gonna go with Jerry Judy. He he was he did he he was very good at Alabama. And then they added him to the Broncos. They got a young offense now, a young pretty young receiving core. I think Jerry Judy he's gonna do some nice things there. And I think we we obviously see what. Well, um, John Elway is trying to do with the Broncos. He um, he really trusts Drew Lock. He's turning the reins over to him. So we're gonna see what they do there. And my next player, I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson going to the Minnesota Vikings. It's a steal where they got him from because they thought a lot. A lot of people thought a lot of mocks had him going to Philadelphia. So I think um, he's going there. He's gonna replace Stephon Diggs. I think that's, that's a great pick for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I was surprised that Justin Jefferson uh, slid down. I was thinking the Eagles were going to draft it, but they ended up drafting Jalen Rieger. Yeah, and it, I, I think that's one of the weirdest things that a team will do. Well, you know, if you're going to get rid of a player, you know, like when they got rid of Stephon Diggs, I mean, does that automatically – obviously you have wide receiver. With this particular, you know, draft, it was it was full with wide receivers – why not address something that you really needed? I know they, they were able to do it later on, right, with the Gladney pick, but, you know, because they, they, they let go of a lot of their corners, but they also needed to address the defensive tackle. And, and I mean, I think that, that this is this is the part where you do it, right, get get that blue chip earlier and then bank on, on a wide receiver because of the depth. But I always, I always think that was kind of like an unusual pick. Why replace a wide receiver uh, with another wide receiver? Kind of like what the 49ers did also. But, I mean, aside from that, I mean, he's a good, he's a good player. I understand what they did it. So, I mean, overall, that's the only thing that, that I saw was kind of odd. Yes, I agree. And with Jerry Judy, he he fits in well with Denver, man. He's going to – he fits in well outside of Gordon Sutton. I mean, he's going he's gonna to be routing people up there on the outside. And that's kind of what the offense was missing. They was missing the next piece there. So, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there with Jerry Judy. Definitely. Well – uh, the three the three picks that really got me uh like looking really interested the first one being with the Derek Brown I mean he fell to the Panthers right in their laps at pick seven I mean overall that's a great pick for Matt Rule I mean this is Matt Rule's first year as a as an NFL head coach I mean they got themselves a a defensive tackle that can just give you pressure I mean pressure right up the middle while being double teamed. You know, I think overall, I I had his grade just slightly under Chase Young's. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I just did. I did say that. So when I when you compare it, you know, okay, I gave Chase Young a slight edge over over Derek Brown, but I'm just saying what what he's going to be able to bring. I mean, it was just crazy how it just fell to him. So I think that for you know Matt Rule's regime, I think that this is a great building block. Right. And and obviously you can see with the rest of the draft what he did with. So I think that that uh, honestly, Panthers are not going to be that joke anymore. They're going to be, you know, back to that, you know, defensive minded team that they were previously moving along. Of course, America's team, they got the steal of the draft in C.D. Lamb. Overall, I just think that Jerry Jones learned. When he missed out on Randy Moss, he was not going to make the same mistake this time around. But overall, you know, I think that you got to give you got to give praise to the 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 VP of, of player personnel and Will McClay. Uh, they they the reports that they had said was they didn't even they didn't even 
give CD Lamb an actual interview because they didn't believe he would fall to him. But when he fell, I mean, overall, Cowboys are going to get a, a really silky smooth athletic playmaker at the wide receiver position. So I think when you look at it, this is like a perfect pick because when you look at it, they're going to be able to pay Dak and still give him, you know, they're, they already locked up Amari Cooper and they give him, they're, they're going to give him an additional playmaker aside from Michael Gallup. Now you got CD lamb. So you're going to be able to pay him and still have a core of of playmakers around him. So he can continue being a successful quarterback in the league. So I think that overall, that was a steal. Long-term, it's a, it's a great pick. Uh, my last one would be with the Super Bowl champs. You know, going Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, the good thing about the Chiefs were, was they were able to retain pretty much the majority of their team that they won the Super Bowl with. Now, when you look at the actual pick, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire we all thought that, you know, it was going to be DeAndre Swift and for it to be Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, obviously, you know, people want to say and give a, a, a comp that this is the closest thing to Brian Westbrook. So we all remember when Andy Reid had Brian Westbrook with the Eagles. I mean, they had a lot of great success together. You know, overall with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he's she's small. You know, he's five eight. He's she he's not very high, you know, he doesn't have a, a the, the the he doesn't have the height that, that you would see typically nowadays with the running backs, but overall, he's a very stout. I mean, what what they're getting is basically somebody that has a very punching style, but he is still a very slippery runner. He's also he's also he caught some clutch passes, uh, especially during the uh, especially during the playoff run. Right? I mean, his his you can see his catchy coming on there. Uh, coming coming to life th- uh, during the playoffs, and he can block. You know, obviously, you know people want to say they got their their Brian Westbrook right. So I see more of a Ray Rice with him. But overall, when I look at that pick, I say, "Hey man, you're gonna pay. You're about to pay Mahomes. What is it? Forty million a year? You know, and then you got you got your superstar defensive tackle Chris Jones. Nowadays, these de- these defensive linemen." They they want twenty million a year, you know, to to make sure that you have that sustained success, you know. I thought I I thought that maybe them using a using that pick on a cornerback would have helped them overall in the long run, and maybe they could have cashed in on a running back, uh, with their with their next pick. But overall, I think that with with the with them being able to retain their team that went to the Super Bowl, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a, a crazy chess piece that they add to the to it. It makes a ton of sense, especially since last year the, the running backs looked like they couldn't stay healthy there for Kansas City. But it's a good pick, I guess, when it comes to 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 that aspect. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, C.D. Lamb falling to the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think anybody was expecting that. Uh, but once, you know, no. people saw that, you know, he was on the board still and the Cowboys had that pick, I knew Jerry Jones was going to be very tempted to draft him, and and he did. He got the splash. Yes, right. Yep, he sure did, and it's going to be very interesting to see if that officially closes doors on the desert ground on the desert ground return rumors. So it'll be very interesting there in Dallas. I like to see the down pick for the Cowboys. Well, now they have a real strong receiving core and uh, and also yes. running game. I mean, that offense is loaded. Yes, it is. What do you got? All right. So with my picks, I'm going to go with Tua Tungabailoa being drafted by the Miami Dolphins. So 
I think the Dolphins finally found their franchise quarterback. As long as he doesn't get re-injured again. Um, you know, I was I was surprised he was still available there when the Dolphins were picking. I was thinking, I was like, well, maybe somebody's going to trade up uh, because the reports uh, earlier in the month were saying that, you know, the Dolphins preferred uh, Justin Herbert over Tua. So then, but earlier last week, it came out that, that the Dolphins actually cleared his physical. So then when that happened, I, you know, I thought I was like, well, you know, I think he's going to be a Dolphin. Um, but, you know, still that possibility that a team might trade up and give up more draft picks to actually draft them. But two was in Miami now, and hopefully that's going to work out for them. And the other thing, too, is he's, he's in a good situation. Not only does he not have to play next year because they have a starting right Fitzpatrick, he can sit on the bench and just kind of learn the offense a little bit better. And I believe, you know, I believe in what Brian Flores is doing in Miami, and I, and I feel like they can be, you know, a team to be reckoned with here in the, in the future. So with my second pick, I'm going to have to go with Henry Ruggs being drafted by the Las Vegas Raiders. So what this, you know, tells me is that they're trying to match the Chiefs with, with speed to speed. So, you know, the Chiefs have Tyreek Hill, and now the Raiders have Henry Ruggs, which this guy is fast, and he can take the top off the defense as well. And not only is he fast, but he can um, also catch the ball. So I believe they, they found a really good wide receiver in Henry Ruggs. And then with my last pick, the Jordan Love pick by the Green Bay Packers. This this was really, really crazy to me just because the Green Bay Packers made it to the NFC Championship game last year against the San Francisco 49ers, but Aaron Rodgers did not have much help on offense besides Devontae Adams. So I was thinking, oh, well, they could probably go receiver as well or tight end. Um, but they actually, you know, drafted Jordan Love. So, you know, with that being said, um, I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers was too happy with that pick just because, you know, he's probably thinking like, hey, man, like we almost made the Super Bowl last year. Why aren't you getting me weapons on the offense? So it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen with that. That's very, that's very good. Yeah, I like I like the Henry Ruggs to the Raiders to Las Vegas Raiders pick in terms of the speed from the speed aspect. He's a very fast player and very 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 fast receiver. They're trying to keep up with the Chiefs and whatnot, so they got to do what they can do, do what they can do, and in, in the offense to keep up with Kansas City. And I think, but my 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 thoughts on Henry Ruggs, he's not. I don't think he's a number one receiver. I think he's he's going to be a great complement to Tyrell Williams there. So with the speed going down the field, then you can use Tyreek Williams with the intermediate routes. So I think Henry Ruggs, you know, you know, in the Al Davis days, the Raiders they always love speed. Even in free agency, they go for speed, and in the draft, they love speed players that have speed. So I think Henry, I think he's going to do some nice things there. But I just don't think he's going to be just a like a top receiver, like a, a hundred catches a year. No, I think he's a great compliment guy. But I like I like the pick in terms of the speed and the speed aspect of. It. I would like to say on two on two of your on two of your picks though, I do see. I mean, with Ruggs, I see star potential with him. I mean, he 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 could do some things that most wide receivers cannot. And then with that speed, I mean, I don't think he's just a, a a speed a speed guy. I think that he could do all the all the all the little things. You know, I mean, how many games did you see him doing one handed? You know, Odell Beckham type. You know, catches. So I think that he can bring that star power to. The, to the Raiders. Um, aside from that one, uh, the the Jordan Love pick, right? So when you look at that, 
I think there's a little bit something that uh, we're not aware of, right? Because like what you said, they they could they could have helped them get them some more you know weapons on on at least some more weapons on on the offense. Hey, but what about fixing the defense too? Because look at look at how the 49ers just gashed them. You know what I mean? So when you look at it, it's just one of those things that that maybe perhaps they're they're already preparing themselves for the future. And uh, who who knows? Hopefully Aaron Rodgers is able to stick stay professional and handle the situation the, the right way. Yeah, and you know what? What's crazy is you know Aaron Rodgers was drafted 15 years ago. And who was the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers then? It was Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Right, Brett Favre. <laughs> so, I mean, and everybody's aware about that whole situation and the relationship that was not there for the most part whenever uh, Brett Favre was with the Packers with uh, Aaron Rodgers on the bench. So Aaron Rodgers kind of finds himself in that same situation. I mean, yep. so we're really going to see how he's going to react now. Like, because he's been there, done that. Is he going to be, you know, is he going to be like rude to Jordan Love and maybe not, not want to help him? Um, hopefully not. Right. And what did I tell you guys right after the draft? I said, there's going to be a situation and a team to keep an eye on. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, I, you know, how the Packers do as far as record next year. You know, hopefully Aaron doesn't get hurt. But if he does get hurt, well, now they have a backup that can, you know, go in and they feel very high on. Yes. Yeah, it was a very unusual draft, you know, right? Because pretty much the the first six picks were almost like what how a lot of people mocked it up or how we we felt it was gonna fall, right? And it was, and there wasn't a lot of booming until what was it the Bucks who moved up a spot? Yes, we're like, what what's going on, right? So I mean, it was unique, right? This was one of the most unique drafts, and then it wasn't until the later part of the of the first round where it started getting really interesting. Like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, it, it's definitely – it's probably one of the fun – you know, overall, it's it's been one of the most exciting drafts that, that we've seen in, in quite some time. Yes. Yeah, and then the other pick, uh, not in the first round, but in the second round, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, you know, they selected Jalen Hurts. Uh, quarterback out of Oklahoma. That one really stood out to me too because I'm like, man, I was like, that's a high draft pick for for a backup quarterback. So, not too sure if they're gonna, you know, if they're thinking about using him at receiver or running back. Yeah, what well, when I look when I look at it real quick, uh, I think that Ho- Howie Roseman, right? He likes quarterbacks because of the collateral that they can give you. In other words, he can use it later on to dr- to trade him away for a first round draft pick. Or, uh, or the other, the other thing that they've been saying, right? Um, and I'm pretty sure this is what Kendall was about to say was Carson Woods has not been able to stay healthy yes. for the long haul, right? So I think, I think when you look at it, when you look at those two equations, that that that's that's definitely something to pay attention to. But I will tell you this: Did you guys catch that that report that it was because they felt that they were afraid of the corona, of the COVID nineteen that what happens if one of the quarterbacks gets it? You know what I mean. Yes, so I was, yes, I was like, "What are you, what are they what are they talking about?" And this is, and I actually saw it. Adam Schefter was talking about it that 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 a lot of teams were feeling pressed to get their quarterbacks because of the fear of the COVID nineteen effect to a player during the season. So it was just it was just that that was just new to me, and I was just like, "What is going on? Like, why why are they even talking about this?" 
But I mean, yeah. if you think if you think about it, I mean, it, it does make sense to have a you know a good quarterback that can. Look, yeah, be, most be definitely. Yeah, most definitely, and we all know Carson Wentz' uh, history with injuries. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I was going. That's exactly what I was going to say before Jerry even brought it back. Before even Jerry even brought it up, like maybe they were thinking like, "Hey, this um, Wentz hasn't been us be healthy, so let's get Jalen Hurts up." And if something happens, we got we got a backup. We got Jalen Hurts; he can come in and try to keep things afloat. So. So we all know that the majority of the headlines were on the NFL draft, but there actually was some news that happened before the draft and during the draft. So let's go over that real quick. So Marquise Goodwin was actually traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Trent Williams was traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Matt Breida was traded to the Miami Dolphins. Jameis Winston signed a one-year contract with the New Orleans Saints. And Taysom Hill got a two-year contract extension. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I just want to talk on it on about the Jameis signing with the Saints. I think it's a great and ideal spot for him. I don't think he could have went to a better spot. I mean, okay, yes, we already know he's not going to come in and take Drew Brees' job this season unless unless something crazy happened with the Saints and Drew Brees gets hurt. God forbid anything like that happens. But um, I think Jameis he gets to he gets to go there. Kind of sit up on the Jubrees a little bit, sit up, sit up on his wing, and learn how one of the greatest in the game, a Super Bowl champion, how Jubrees studies the game, how he goes about committing himself to the game, and he, he get and, and most and most importantly, he gets to sit up on the Sean Payton, and Sean Payton's going to tell him, you know, show him how the system goes, how Jubrees prepares himself and whatnot, and I think um Sean Payton, you know, he, he gets to learn that system, and and, and I think if something happens. James, he, he he can he can step in. I don't think they're gonna go with Taysom Hill. I know they re-signed him to a two-year deal, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna go with Taysom. They probably go with Jameis instead of Taysom Hill or whatnot. So I th- and who knows? Maybe next year after this season, could we, there's always been rumors that um Drew Brees he's gonna retire this year. Jameis might got him a job, so you know we'll see. I think he's in the perfect spot in New Orleans. Yeah, I I mean overall that was a good pickup. That's that's good front office moves right there. Like you said, I mean, just in case something happens, but I just I just want to touch touch on the 49ers. I mean, they they when they got Trent Williams, I mean, they basically that was a robbery. I mean, at one point there was teams that were offering them, you know, a second round pick. You know what I mean? And they and they never jumped on it. And then at the end, Joe Staley retires, right? And then they go in there, they go in for the move, and I think they give up. It was a third rounder next year and and this year's fifth round pick for Trent Williams. Now the the good thing with Trent Williams is you're gonna get at least four to maybe five good years with his with his with this left tackle. I mean so when you're able to pull that off, it just shows you that the 49ers are in control. They know how to they know how to make the front office moves that they need to to continue to to continue to be uh you know, in in the Super Bowl, so I think they're if anything, they just helped themselves out even better. It's a great move on their end, and I think that it's just it's just going to get better from there. Yeah, I think the Redskins, you know, they felt pressure to get rid of Trent Williams right now, especially during the draft to pick up some additional draft picks. But yeah, you're right. I feel like the San Francisco 49ers just got a lot better. Crazy um, how they gave him away. Yeah, I mean, it, well, especially I I had no clue that Joe Staley was going to retire. So they did a good job keeping that in the wraps too. Yes. So immediate, like that's a plus for the 49ers. And then also too, you know, as far as Jameis Winston goes, we all knew he wasn't going to start anywhere. Um, 
you know, originally I said that Pittsburgh was going to be a good fit for him, but New Orleans makes so much sense now if you think about it. So he's not going to play unless Drew Brees gets hurt. Yep. He's going to be around a veteran team, a veteran team that's ready to win now. So him being around that mentality is going to be good for him. And then also, too, just having a coach like Sean Payton be there. All right, guys, before we get off the air, any final thoughts? Yeah, no, initially, I don't. I think we covered a lot of things. Like I said, we, we've been we've been drenched with this draft, this draft the past couple of days and whatnot, so we all just kind of getting over ourselves. But I think overall, you know, it's, it's been pretty good. Well, I mean, when we, what, there is a there, there was a there was a couple of things that I just wanted to kind of bring to attention. Um, number one, I just want to say I just want to give a special thanks to everybody. You know, everybody that, that reaches out to us and, you know, uh, you know, obviously, guys, you know, it's easy to find us on our on all the social media platforms. You know, we have our Instagram page. It's East West Football Podcast. Um, thank you so much. You know, please let, please know that we're all engaging. It's all of us that are that are responding back, you know, to to questions or, or, or yes. you know, whatever it is that you guys have. So we're all responding back. Well, we want to give we want to give you a special thanks uh, for that. Uh, so, and remember, it's also on Facebook, and we're also on Twitter. And uh, if you guys ever have any kind of questions, you know, uh, you can re- you could we have our email we have our email on the Facebook. Just shoot us an email if you have a question or something that you would like to us to, to to speak on on the air. So definitely get get with us. We'd love to hear more from you guys, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I just want to give, you know, our listeners shout-outs here in the U.S., in Canada, Ireland, the U.K. Um, we all really appreciate you guys listening to the show. And uh, also, just make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, that way you get alerts whenever a new episode is being released. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so just a program note, uh, for Wednesday, we'll start going over team-by-team team and division-by-division division on NFL draft grades. So we'll start doing that on Wednesday. Um, and But that's going to go ahead and do it for us here at East West Football Podcast. So thank you so much for listening and have a good night. Thank you. Adios. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.